I remember I did a show at a bar and they had the presidential debates on oh, Obama, yeah. McCain, and David Tell was there. Nice. And he watched the debates and he's like, the entire time I was just trying to, I was trying to figure out, he's like, why is that uh, snowman yelling at that pharaoh? <laughs> <laughs> Trekking heavier traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Week in Zoltan. I am Zoltan, and this week I have the very funny Stephen Rogers, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hello. <laughs> welcome. I, I reacted like they all just walked in the room. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Thanks I, uh, for having me. Thank you so much for doing it. I, uh, I We had known of each other, I think, before we met in person. We yeah. talked about this beforehand, just so it's completely genuine. Yes. Uh, but I think you and I suffer from uh, the, almost the same. <laughs> An equal amount of social anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Where we sit, we did a show together, comics you should know, mm-hmm. and then we sat in the back. You sat down next to me. I was next to you and my wife. Yeah. And then I was like, I had it in my head, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I yeah, I knew. You know, they tag you in the the post prior. I was right. like, Oh, Zoltan's gonna I did be the there. Same thing. I'm like, Oh, I know that guy. I was like excited, and I had a show, so I had to leave. And then uh, I get there, and you're already there. And I saw you I, with your wife, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, you can't, you can't, you can't talk when there's two, you know." He's with his wife. I can't, I can't. And then I'm like, "He won't remember me." Uh-huh. Uh, it, and I just assumed that uh, it, you'd be. I didn't want the huh or like the, you know. And I and we're mutual friends with Dustin Nickerson, and yeah. I had just worked with him, and we talked about you. And he sent me a text about you. Uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, but this is why we're exactly the same. We can yeah. be in the same <laughs> setting and go, yeah, I'm not gonna do it if he does. And that, that's the same yeah. reason I didn't talk to you. I'm like, ah, he's standing. He looks like he's. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's like ready for another spot. He's a New York City slicker man. Yeah. Don't slow him down by saying hello. Well, it was the one night a year I had two spots and. Uh, <laughs> No, it was like, um, but it's out of res- at least I think I can speak for both of us. It was out of respect that I left you alone. That's very nice. That's why I leave everybody alone. Yeah, it's yeah. out of respect. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was like, he, you know, he's he doesn't need this, and no, uh, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is me, dude. And it's so weird because like I. Uh, uh, the very, very, very few times I get recognized, yeah, like I feel amazing. But if I see somebody that I recognize, I will never talk to them. Yeah, I saw the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, yeah. at the airport. Never said hello to the man. No, and my wife's like, "What is the matter with you?" And then the next time I did comics, you should know. Next to me was Todd Berry. Oh I grew, yeah, I, I grew up on Todd Berry, comedy legend. And then I was just whispering to my wife on the other side. I'm like, that's Todd Berry. She yeah. goes, who's that? And I go, the wrestler. I'm like, well, I'm, over, I'm over there listing his credits. It's two two wrestling references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all stuff that I made my wife watch against her will. <laughs> and uh, uh, she's like, why don't you say hello? And I'm like, ah, I don't want to bother him. I don't want to no. He's doing Todd Berry things. You know? I, I, Todd Berry, I'm a, you know, a big fan. And uh, I couldn't say hello for the longest time. My... Fiance uh, is a comedian, Caitlin Palufo, and uh, she worked with Todd a bunch. And through that, I met him. And and the other night, we were at a club, and he said he waved to me from across the room. I was like, "This is the best night of my life." <laughs> 
I, I still wasn't going to say hello. He's he's doing it for me. Now I got Todd coming to me. I'm like, this is great. Are you are you a starer when you see someone that you know? Like that's fam- not that that's like uh, an acquaintance, like maybe you and I, but like that's someone like a famous person. Are you a starer? That's a great question. Uh only. I, I know I'm like a, it's very hot potato glances. Oh, okay. It's like uh, you know the scan around. Right, multiple times. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do a lap around the room and come back. I gotta learn that because I'm a I'm a dead stare. Oh, oh yeah. I no, mean, you, I remember when I moved to LA. Uh, I was very new into comedy and I was going to the comedy store and, and this was when the comedy store wasn't doing that great. Yeah. And the only person of note there usually was Mark Maron. Oh, and man. I, I grew up on Mark Maron. I yeah. love Mark Maron, and I would just sit in the back of the room and just stare oh. at Mark. And and now that I know so much about him, just yeah. from listening to his pod, worst thing you could do to <laughs> someone who's like that. Because right. I remember sometimes he would look over and go, and you didn't do that. And I was like, I was like, I, I watched you, and I, I didn't say yeah. anything. I would just stare at him. And uh, oh. if I ever get the opportunity, I'll apologize. But normally, I'm a starer. Yeah. If I have some drinks in me. Oh, I will yell who they are at them. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I did that to when uh, a UFC fighter once, Nate mm-hmm. Diaz, Nick Diaz. I was mm-hmm. like, "You're Nick Diaz," <laughs> <laughs> like in Vegas, like pretty good drinks. In I'm like, "You're Nick Diaz." He goes, "Uh huh," and I'm like, <laughs> "I knew it." And then, so I'll do that. And uh, I remember I did this to Jeff Garland. We turned and we yeah. looked at each other, and I went, "You're Jeff Garland." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, who are you?" And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm Zoltan." And he goes, "You're Zoltan." And oh, then he left. That's beautiful. And I was like, well, "All right." That's beautiful. Yeah, so I'm very, and I'm not much better if I know the person. Like, like you, I was like, I can't even muster saying hello. Yeah. Just in the off chance this doesn't work out, and then. Yeah, it's just um, I'm, I I don't socialize. I you know I've been writing about it, trying to figure out because I feel very weird all the time. I feel like I'm the the weird one, mm-hmm. and but everybody feels weird, absolutely. Which means that's normal, right? But we don't talk about it, no, at all. So we're just keeping it to ourselves and just, just all feeling weird. Some people smile politely better than others. And yeah, I think I I'm know. not on the great side of how to do it. Like most people are great at it. They'll just give you a pleasant look. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm like an extra. And it just, it throws everybody off. Yeah. But I, I think the, and this is something you learn as you get old. Like how old are you? I'm 31. Yeah, so 36. Yeah. I've really learned this in my 30s. My wife really pointed it out. She's yeah. like, wow, you're really uncomfortable like most of the time. And I'm like, man, most people would not say that to me but now right. looking back on it i think everyone's always thought it yes and just no one ever told me no and so uh that now i realize it more and i remember we did a stand-up show in the metaverse for facebook wow and so to get us used to it they sent us these headsets and they made us practice so they sent like 10 of us up to the metaverse to this like <laughs> fake comedy club and it's just us and i knew like half of those 10 people yeah other comedians and few and the five i didn't know and we go up into this big room there's 10 of us like people are talking and i just immediately took my avatar to the far corner of the room <laughs> <laughs> and just like stared at the wall and i was like Dude, even in billions of dollars worth yeah. of technology, I'm still like in the corner. You're like, going, oh, I'm just checking out the details. Yeah, look, wow, wow, look, at, this look is, at this place. Man, this is a good place for my avatar to text. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, 
I've, I'm just always that way. Thank God for cell phones. You yeah. Know? What did we do before? Like guys like you and me would just have to stare at our shoes. Yes, uh, and that's why I think there's. I think that's what sneakerheads are really doing. By the way, <laughs> I, I'm on the sneakerheads because I've gotten into shoes, and I'm like, oh, this is so I don't have to look at people. You're just always adjusting the tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wiping a scuff. Yeah, you don't need to clean your shoes. No. Whoever invented clean, like shoe cleaner, didn't want. Had a hard time with eye contact. That's so funny. Yeah, that is so true. And uh, uh, that ended up working. So I don't remember the other thing I was going to say. That got a, I, I got excited that I made both of you laugh. No, anytime you make the the producer laugh, yeah. then, then you're doing well. I, I agree. Yeah. Then then it's like, all right, Tom's laughing. This this has to be worth. Oh, I carry. You know, we carry notebooks. Yeah. And I feel extra weird when I do that because everyone's in their phone, and I'm like, if I'm in my notebook, I'm like, I look like I'm behind. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, like you're from the past. I yeah, I feel like they're like, look at that weird. Like every one time I was at a hang and everybody dipped into their phone. Like it's like a cigarette break now. Yep. And uh, I I took out my notebook and I started writing and I'm like, I think from afar I look the weirdest. Yeah, yeah, no, you do. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like you you assume when someone's on their phone, oh, they're texting, right? They're emailing, even though they're just scrolling. Yeah, really doing nothing. Yeah, but when you're writing, you know that's to nobody. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're just writing little love letters to yourself. You're like, who is that for? You know, <laughs> it's a dead giveaway. That's why I, I'm self conscious of writing in a notebook in public or pl- like any public setting, even working on the computer typing. Like yeah. let's say putting jokes in there or writing a God forbid you write a script something. Yeah, I can't do it with the off chance of like someone peering over and just yeah. going, nah, I don't think that's good. I uh, the, the computer I'm with you. The notebook I uh, force myself through that uh, just because I never feel like uh, you know with uh, the self esteem that we're talking about. I don't ever feel like I'm good enough at right. at this. So I'm like, I just I have to keep writing, but. Good. When I'm on an airplane and I'm writing, I'm like, they're they're just reading this yes. as I write it. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's where I have an issue. Yeah. When they're like right up there. They're yeah. so close. They're reading it. They're close and they're bored. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they look? I'm writing. I'm like, I'm bombing. I'm bombing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't like this. Yeah. I'm bombing. They don't know what this is for. <laughs> yeah. They don't yeah. even know this is comedy. Yeah, like, that's why is, true. Why is he writing one sentence at a time and then yeah. going down making another dash? Yes. <laughs> like, what, is he do, what's a set list? Yeah. What, what, what's act out? Yeah. Why did he write his name all bold at the top? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I do that. Have you seen Seven? The, the Brad Pitt movie? Yeah. 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 Where they find all of Kevin Spacey's notebooks. That's right. It, someone, I was writing at a club, I was at the bar writing, and they go, seven. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they talking about? And I had seen the movie, and I rewatched it, and I was like, that's just that's just rough. And and not only is it rough, I just thought of this. You know how like people's old tweets get them in trouble? <laughs> Our old notebooks would yeah. get us like deported. Yes. Yeah. Because oh m- my god, m- most of those jokes never even made it to the stage. No. And you're like, yeah, let's thumb through this notebook from 2009 oh. and see what what horrific gems are in here. Yeah. Uh, my goodness, that could be the worst. That's like that's like uh, it's like a the Trump. 
FBI yeah, files. Yeah, yeah. Just being I'll around next to my toilet. Yeah, yeah, lock those up. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, so my wife and I, we're mm-hmm. kind of the same. We're both antisocial. Okay. So, uh, like, last night we tried to be social. My wife plays backgammon, so yeah. she got me to play backgammon. I love backgammon. You do? Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but there's a backgammon meetup group in New York. There is? Yeah, my wife found it on Instagram. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So, and we've been trying to go. It's like every Tuesday or Wednesday, and they always pick a different bar. Yeah. And so, last night we went. And Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It was like a big step for us, but you're supposed to like play a few games and then move around kind of like and we never did no. so we showed up to a social event and we're anti-social yeah the entire time we stayed for like two hours and we just left yeah and uh i, I like I, I i guess my question is between you and and i think i've met your wife caitlin yeah at at gotham and yeah sh- she doesn't seem to have this issue because she came up and said hello. She said nice things about my set. Yeah. And I just got this vibe. I'm like, she doesn't have that uh, that little bit of fear. None. None. So, th- so you guys, so that kind of helps you because she kind of pushes you maybe out of your comfort zone. All the time. Yeah. Uh, and I love that about her. And I don't, It's what's gr- great about it is it, it's effortless on her part. Yeah. So she's not like, I'm not giving her this chore. She's just like very social. And I'm like, I'm coming, like, if I'm with her, I therefore am part of that. Right. I have bits about it, but, like, it is, like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I you don't watch know how people to do, do that. it. She's, like, her, even her hellos, I'm like, I'm like, I got to practice that, how to ho- hello like that. <laughs> like, it's, like, uh, it's really something. <laughs> and what bothers, I don't think anybody feels this, but I feel this way. I I hate going after her in a in a talking like like uh, the other day we we were hanging with someone and she hugged them goodbye and I and me and that person looked at each other and I'm like I know that I'm like (laughs) I'm not gonna hug I'm gonna I I hugged them but I'm like I could feel them being like well I have to hug him too yes and it's like I and like. Even at parties, like her goodbye is so much longer. <laughs> it's like it, I'm like I'm like you're still on them. You're st- <laughs> Cut it! I don't think you're done. You're you're, you're running the goodbye yeah. light. Like yeah. we gotta get yeah, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. And the backgammon thing, I'm similar. Where like if I go to a party, whatever. Uh, person or or circle I find first, yeah. and I'm talking to. I don't know how to jump to the the others. I don't right. know how to get to other people at yeah, a party. You don't know how to break away. No, because I always feel rude. Yep. I don't know how to leave and be like, uh, like I, I really don't know what to do. That's why I think that's the reason people have food and drinks at a party. Yeah. Because there's reason to break away. There's reason to piss. There's yeah. a reason to go into the fridge. That's true. And that's because we went to, my wife made a friend out here, and then we hung out with, they're a couple, so then they came to a, sh- they actually recommended a show to me, and then I reached out, and then I did it. Hey, yeah. that's awesome. They're like, oh, we go to this one show in Guanas. like, and I was like, oh, let me see, and then they, so I met them there, but then they had like a housewarming party, and it was a bunch of their friends from whatever state they moved from. Okay. So it was a lot of people that knew each other well, and then my wife and I, and then so it was like, uh... 
it was kind of stuff tough. Everyone was super friendly and yeah. nice. It was just us in our own heads. Right. Going, how long have you guys known each other? Ah, since middle school. And we're like, we, how long have you known this girl? Like two weeks? Like we can't. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we got, but yeah. that was all in our own heads because everyone was friendly. But I ended up, you end up just being in all these different conversations. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I don't know if you feel this way. Depends on how it all goes. But at the end, I felt like a social butterfly. Yeah. Like, my wife and I were walking to the subway going, we did so good in there. And she goes, you did good in there. I'm like, you did great. <laughs> you guys are great. Yeah, I, I saw you had two people engaged in whatever you were saying. And she's like, yeah, but everyone wanted to talk to you when they found out you were a comedian. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but like we crushed that party. Like, it was one of those, like, we felt really good afterwards. And then we haven't hung out with people like three weeks since then. <laughs> like, Oh, man. We hit the peak and then we're like, we can dial it back now. Yeah. I... I like, see, that's, uh, I don't get that because Caitlin's so good at it. I can't look at her and go, I talk to people. And <laughs> she's like, what? But, uh, so, and I leave thinking, I don't ever leave thinking I crushed it. And I, I should acknowledge that I went out of my comfort zone. It's important. That's very good that you guys do that. Yeah. That's, that's killer. It's, uh, maybe it's because I'm a few years ahead of you because I just started this a couple of years ago, yeah, I just started doing things that make me uncomfortable, like right. forcing myself into it, yeah. and just be like, even if you fail, it might be funny. And oh, you for could sure, talk about it on stage, yeah. And then if it doesn't fail, then you did something, and then yeah. you'll have that confidence for the next thing. I I just went to a, a archery, like I I wow. like I like archery. I would always I've never done that. You want to? We should do I, it. I'll, I'm down to we go with go you. Do archery. All right, I'm in. Uh, I uh, I was like I want to do it, but I dread the introduction class, <laughs> which you have to do with archery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a comic friend, Jeff Sheen, who has done it already. So I'd be doing the same thing for you. I'm like, can you come to the class? So I'm not just by myself at this class. Exactly. Being bad at something. <laughs> I can be bad and, at. And that. also, yes, and also talking to, like, not talking to people, and. Uh, so we did it, and I'm like, oh my god! I, not only did I shoot arrows, I did this thing that I didn't want to do, right? And now I can go shoot arrows anytime I want. And then, sl- and then you're getting better at it. You're getting better at it, and slowly that's going to be your way of like making friends with people in that setting because yes. you have a talent in yes. something that we're all doing right now. And and when I and I feel this way with parties, I I just need I need a. Uh, I need a an Andy like Conan. Conan needed Andy. <laughs> I I need another person to show th- what I'm like when I'm comfortable right. with another human. Mm-hmm. So like my f- being doing banner with my friend during the class, the other person uh, shooting with us was laughing. Yeah, and I felt more comfortable just being like I can be funny with my friend, and then they see that I'm I'm like this is what I'm like, and that. That relaxed me. Yeah, and all it takes is that, and yeah. then now you're like, oh, now I'm getting comfortable. Yeah, now yeah. now it's getting good. That was like with me in boxing. I started taking boxing a few oh, years ago. Oh man, and I was I always wanted to, but I was yeah. always very afraid to. Right. And then some friends of mine started doing, it, and they're like, you want to come? I'm like, oh yes, yes, That's I want to awesome. come. And then slowly those friends stopped going, and then oh. it was just me there by myself after a few classes. But like, I started to pick it up, and I was actually like pretty okay at it. Really? Like, yeah. Oh my god. So then I was, but. Even then, like, it was a gym that I would go to all the time. I still feel, like, I felt comfortable there. I never felt uncomfortable. But I still feel like I'm always on the outside of the social setting. Because, you know, slowly, like, 
there's clicks that start to form. Not even mean clicks, like nice people talk to each other and eventually every time they talk to each other. And I'm always this weirdo just floating on the outside. Yes. I'm like the rings of Saturn. Like everyone's <laughs> everyone's being social and I'm just hovering around. I couldn't relate more. You know? And uh, so there, there is always that. But being good at something in that setting takes a, a lot of the stress away and you're yes. like well even though i'm not in that conversation i'm gonna hit the speed bag yes and I'll be like oh i can do this little thing yeah. yes so yeah that's that's great do you go to the there's a a lot of comedians go to one here i don't know if you go to, no i don't know what it's i'm trying to get into it as well but there's well we're gonna do a lot of things together this apparently it's gonna be archery we're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna fight crime <laughs> This is great. <laughs> we're going to be, we're, we're going to come in. I could see us being the worst crime fighters because <laughs> we have that little bit of anxiety yeah. where we'd come in and we're self, we're very aware apparently. Yeah. So we could see maybe a man that's about to do something horrible to yeah. a woman. But we're like, are we sure? Yeah. Are we sure? Because yeah. what if, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like my wife and I walked in the park last night or two nights ago and there was this creepy guy on a bike kind of following this woman oh, walking God. by herself and she had headphones on i don't think she noticed and my wife and i were like oh my god what if and then i went through all the things i'm like what if something happened then i went in and i saved the situation my wife and i had like tackled a guy yeah and then i was like then i had to think what would ruin that what if that was their kink and they had set up like a role-playing <laughs> thing and our dumbasses come in to be heroes and we ruined their date night like they have three kids this is their one thing that they were gonna do it was a little bit of role-playing in the park and we ruined that would be my fear of us being superheroes that's yeah <laughs> misreading a situation yeah we, we both see a, a villain and we're like well we shouldn't say hi no uh, <laughs> hey we, we you're, you're, you're the villain Stop. Like we would, like the way your your fiance has a good hello and you have yeah. a bad hello, we would have a good stop that right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. would be a stammer. <laughs> yeah, it would be a stammer oh. to it for sure. Oh man, I have a a stammer, and what I hate about a stammer is like I will have it on stage because like I'm thinking faster than I'm than you can talk. So it, it automatically makes you look less confident. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's I, why I love that opening line you did. I think. Uh, at Comics You Should Know, which was, don't worry, I've done this before. Oh, It was yeah. something along those lines, like, I'm yeah, a pro. I've, I've done stand-up before. Yeah, my yeah. wife laughed so hard. Oh, and man. And because then you said this other line where you're like, I know it looks like I I don't, or like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, if you judge me based on my look. Yeah. And, and my wife's laughing so hard, she goes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> it all works so well. No one said that. No one has given me that acknowledgement. So and that makes me feel so great. It, Thank it you. Loved your entire set. Oh, but like that's very with, sweet. with my wife, you crushed from go, and it was oh. that line. And she goes, "I really didn't think he did." I was worried. I, 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 you know, I don't want ever want to do a bit on someone's pod. But like, I've been talking about like this is a real thing that happened. I went in a, a men's room and uh, I washed my hands, and then I I go to use a paper towel dispenser, and and there was no lever. I did the motion wave, and I look. And I'm like, okay, it's broken. Yeah. And another guy comes over and he goes, you got to do it like this. And he does the wave in front of him and no paper towels <laughs> came out. And then he turned around and left. <laughs> That's what I would do. And, and yeah, I understand what he was experiencing, but I'm like, give me, the, you, you thought I couldn't do paper towels? 
you imagine the shame he felt? I'm glad he felt it, but I wanted to see it. He left. I wanted it. <laughs> I love that he could watch someone do this and go, you're doing that wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's counterclockwise. Yeah, what are you doing? Have you never washed a car? And then I love the walk away. Because there are people in this, not just uh, your your fiance who has confidence, but like the people that sing on the subway with their headphones in, and you're like, what level is that? That's scarier than without headphones. No, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, without headphones, you're like, okay. Yeah. With headphones, yeah, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Because you know deep down there's nothing playing in those headphones. <laughs> <laughs> like, deep down, you know. That's, like, that's, that's just like, because it's never even a song you recognize. It's always like a weird harmony and like a couple lyrics where you're like, I'm pretty up on popular music and I don't, I've never heard any of those lyrics. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Those people scare the crap out of me. <laughs> that guy's going to kill us all. He's going to pull that emergency lever. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's, oh. uh, when do you guys have a date for your? No. No? Okay. We're comedians, so, you Unprepared. know. We're waiting for someone to book it for us. <laughs> <laughs> book it for us. <laughs> um, we're, we, uh, we just froze eggs. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Uh, they didn't let me do it. I wanted to do it. Uh, but uh, It's expensive to freeze It's eggs. expensive. So it, it, it took, we, she's very smart. She's the planner. And uh, she was like, you know, let's, let's do this. We can get married at any, any point. Let's do this while it's safe and healthy and plan ahead. And right. then wedding when we save up again. Okay. That's yeah. smart. That's yeah. smart. That's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, my wife and I keep talking about that. Yeah. We're like always back and forth on kids. Yeah. And then my wife's younger than me, so she's 31. So right. she still has some more time, but um, uh, eventually it's going to come down to the freezing of the eggs. Yeah. And, and going that route. And it's like, it's so expensive to freeze eggs. It's expensive. And, um, and, and then they're like, and then she read me some stat that are like, it's not even a guarantee that it works. Like, that's why you got to no. freeze like a dozen eggs or something. Yeah. And, and they're the backup plan. They're the backup plan. Yeah. Exactly. In case it doesn't work. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It Having kids scares the hell out. I talked last week with Mike Lebovitz about it. He has three kids. Yeah. He has three kids and he lives his life like with no care. Exact opposite of us. I like, yeah. no care. I love Mike. I love I, him too. I, I want a little more piece different. Of, yeah. yeah. I couldn't be more different from him. I'm like, I want a little piece of what you have, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm such a planner and I'm such a whatever. I'd be terrified to ruin some kid's life. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Uh, all I've got it down is the jokes. <laughs> and then I, I'm like, I don't know what else I would do, but <laughs> I don't know. Like the thing, like if you look at like, uh, we figured out how to do this. It's true. Which uh, less people do right. than f father. So, right. You know, I mean, obviously, if I, you know, this is less uh, like stand up's not going to go to college, but right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I think I, I'm like I figured out stand up, and I've asked. I always talk to comedian dads, mm -hmm. and I ask them for advice. Dustin and, being one of them. Yes, also three kids. Dustin yeah, is yeah. is really. I don't. I don't know if he knows how much he's helping me by just telling me about his life. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, good to know. But Tony Deo, who I, I love, he's a he's a father, and I was like, hey, uh, you're a comedian and you're a dad. Like, how how the hell? And he's like. I just decided I would be great at it. Mm. And he's like, 
and I'm like, what do you, he's like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna do everything that I, that I imagine a good dad would do. Mm. And, and then I guess it's whatever that is for you. Yeah, it's, it's that part I totally get. Yeah. Like, like the game plan of it, I get. Right. But it's those days. You know, for me, it's the travel days where I come yeah. back and then I have That's to sleep scary. all day. Yeah. It's very scary. And then my wife's like, you're so grumpy. And I'm like, yeah, I had no sleep. I had yeah. a late show on Saturday. I had an hour of sleep and I had to drive to the airport. And yeah. now I'm here. Like, yeah. Now I need to catch up on eight hours. Like, I can't imagine that. And a kid going, it's Sunday. Are we going to the park? Uh, right. I'm like, ah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. You know? You're like, treating your kid like a heckler. <laughs> yeah. But also to, to your point, and I don't want to ruin your point. But no, just please. to be negative about it, about how we did get good at stand-up. Yeah. And why can't we get good at being a dad? Yeah. Well, it's, imagine getting good at stand-up in front of the same audience from the beginning. Right. So, like, it, you bomb those first ten times. Like, those bombs are going to stick with that kid. And you're like, well, well, we'll therapy that out That's later. That's a really good point. But I'll get better <laughs> at this as we go on, you know? <laughs> but you could be like, hey, remember that other show? Yeah. This is way better. Yeah. Remember how I would lose it on travel days? <laughs> and now we decided daddy stays at the hotel until Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, yeah. I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. We definitely need to have kids because no one's having them. I, I, I look I look out on the street every day and public transportation. I'm like, man, where's the kids? There's none. There's, They're in my neighborhood. They're in Park Slope. There's yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. But like those people are loaded. Yeah. Because like, my wife and I can barely afford to live in Park Slope. And no. those people have kids and dogs and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you guys pull it off. Yeah. I, li- I live in the same building as Joe Liss. He's uh, one of my best friends. And he, him and Sarah are about to have a kid. And I'm like... It's like kind of like it's almost like uh, I'm doing experiments. I'm like, oh, good, you're both comedians and about to have a kid. Let's see what happens. Uh, it's just like, yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever feel prepared. But that's the big scary thing that I'm, I'm un- like you're saying, Stepping I'm uncomfortable. I'm just gonna step into it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's really be- see things get productive. Yeah, you know how, how, <laughs> how many years of therapy? Uh. Five. Five? All right. Yeah, I was going for a couple. I think I got two under my belt. Yeah. And then once we moved here, I stopped going because they have that weird rule where, like, they can't therapize you. That's not the word. Out of the state? Out of the, uh, over state lines, which yeah. is so dumb. I got a lady. All right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I you know, I'm going to, I'll definitely reach out. I yeah. Don't, yeah. It, it will be, it'll be one of those things where I'm kind of in that stage right now yeah. where I'm like, let's see if it's helped. Like, because uh, it's definitely yeah. helped, but like, let's see if I can like remember all the things they said, right? And use those tools without checking in every week or every other week, right? And so far, it seems to be going okay. But I, I guess, I guess the real test is time and see if I totally forget and then just crumble. It well, it's like the the thing with therapy is like I always feel guilty like coming in with the same I, I always equate it to I'm coming in with a box of stuff and I'm like let's look at this stuff together mm-hmm. and I'm like oh it's always the same stuff and she's like you know that's what it is so the good thing is it's like you're you have the same problems so yeah. it's like you're not you're just getting better at dealing with those same problems yeah so you'll you'll have the the practice like you like you already did cover all the things yep 
but you might just have to cover them again. Yeah, you just, I think maybe the issues in life change, and then sometimes we don't see that it's the same issue, just with a different setting. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I gotta gotta reassess and fix that. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of that. It's It's a a lot of that. I I grew up, um, uh, you have siblings? I have half siblings. Oh, okay. But I consider them just siblings. Well, you're nice. That's very kind to me. <laughs> it's nice of you to not refer to them. They don't. They don't realize how nice I'm being. <laughs> yeah. I have a. I have a half brother, mm-hmm. but I call him a full brother as well. Yeah. But we're uh, we're 13 years apart. So the first 13 years, I was only child by myself. Okay. Spent a lot of time by myself. My mom was always at work. I was yeah. at home alone most of the time. Right. And that's where I think I got the. I'm very comfortable alone. Yeah. And it's like once you add another person in that room, like, yeah. oh, now we got to like be on, you yes. know? Yes. And um, I, I think getting to the level of comfort, not to the psychotic level of singing on the subway, <laughs> but, but some, like somewhere in between, maybe where your fiance's at, where yeah. she can bounce around and go like talk to people at a party and, and, it's and really, she's it, not in her head about it. It's magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, can show you the way. She is. She is. She's showing me. It's really. Uh, remarkable uh but uh it's like uh looking at all the data is a thing my therapist always says so for my thing is like i don't think i'm good at this or Mm -hmm. anything and that's a constant it's an intrusive thought good at comedy yeah yeah and uh so it's like you got to look at all the data because you're only so whatever thing you keep telling yourself it's like Oh, you're only looking at the data that proves what you're telling yourself. You have to look at the data that that goes against it. You're, you're not doing a proper scientific trial, exactly. But yeah, you know what's so funny? That's I think why comics like you and I and, and many others do well. Yeah, is because you know those comics that are just innately horrible and they just never quit. They think and, they're great, and they're like, yeah, and they don't have that moment of <laughs> yeah. introspect, that that dumb fear of like, I think I suck. Yeah. I think I might suck. Yeah, and they just don't have that moment. Yeah. So you're, it, I always feel good anytime I hear a comic who's in their fifties or you know they have so many years on us. Yeah, and they're still like, yeah, I still think this stuff sucks. Yeah, and you're like, thank, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Oh my god, that makes me feel. Better. I love it so much. I, I, you know, I, I, we're, we're fortunate to work with these people mm-hmm. and you're, and you know, it's like two classes in one, you watch them murder on stage and, and, uh, like I, you know, I said this to you, uh, I watched, I've watched you and it's like when you watch people and you're like, I got to write after you watch them, <laughs> Thanks. you know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And yeah. then, then you hang out with them after and you're like, oh, that's how to be a human too. Yeah. And it's like really great. It's, it's just, uh, the, those kinds of the people, there's so many names. I don't want to leave anybody out that it's like the, their years have formed this person that you're trying to mm-hmm. figure out how to, how to be. Exactly. Especially when you're watching a comic who's like 20 years in, yeah. 30 years in, and you're like, you are so into who you are. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Joe List, he put out this thing I on YouTube, that documentary thing. Yeah. And it showed, I don't think it was his first set, but they showed like an open mic early set. Yeah. Of it. Do you remember that? It was like the comedy yeah. studio yeah. Boston backdrop. Yeah. And he did something that blew me away. He was on stage and he was self-deprecating in a very honest, yeah. open way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I did not have that that early in comedy. 
I did not have that uh, confidence to go on stage and be that bare and that naked in front of a complete group of strangers. Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing that he had that then. Yeah. You know, like that's that's something that took me so, I don't even know how long it took, but it took a long time to get anywhere near to that level of honesty. Yes, honest. Honesty, man. Yeah. Honesty on state, like human. Mm-hmm. I am a human is so uh, attractive because we're all in this room. And yes, we're the ones that are lit up higher than them, only ones with a voice, yeah. uh, ideally. And, and, uh, <laughs> if all go- is going yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. And, but then when you can do all that and then be like, no, I'm just, I'm a human as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so much connection, and and he's so good at that. He gives the my favorite comics are like, it's like oh, this, it just looks like you, we are all hanging out at a bar, and this person's telling us a story. Real exactly, quick. it's so great. Anytime you know you, I read a comment like that under my video. Oh, it feels like I'm just hanging out with you. I'm like, ah, that's the illusion. That's the, the, the illusion, but that's also what I'm going for. Yes, yeah, that is the compliment. That and I didn't realize you were clean. Those two oh, yeah, compliments yeah, yeah. are the ones that I'm like, that's like a gold medal. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. The clean thing kind of happened by accident. So, yes, because I, I wasn't always clean, and then I did a dry bar thing. Yeah, and then that was clean. Yeah, and then people started coming out to my show with this expectation that it's yeah. clean, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not that I wrote dirty anyway, but sometimes I throw way. some f bombs in there or whatever, yeah. and then I was like, yeah, I guess I can do these jokes without that. Yeah. But I also go through this idea where, like, I don't want the label of clean to limit me from talking about things that I want to talk about. I feel the same about. way. So, I, and I, it, so far it hasn't. No. Like, still, I can talk about everything I want. I just yeah. portray it in a way where I'm not uh, cussing every other word. Yeah, know? I don't, uh, I'm this, I'm very similar. I, I don't, I, I'm clean, but I, I'm not, uh, I don't like the label. Uh because it, I don't want people coming just because it's clean. Yeah. There's like a connotation to it. There's a connotation to it, and my clean might be different than their clean. Like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a part of the equation because I could still offend you. Yeah. Because I'm just expressing my point of view, and maybe our point of views don't align. How many times has a tweet enraged somebody, even me? Yeah. And it was a completely clean exactly. sentence. <laughs> it was exactly. a completely clean, yeah. no F bombs. And you're like, I think I might want to fight that guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm sitting here on my toilet. But yes. it's, <laughs> there are so many different levels of clean. There's dry bar clean, which yeah. is Mormon clean, which Very is clean. about the cleanest I've ever done. Yeah. And then there's church clean, which is sometimes even a step lower than. Yeah. But yeah, it's not that bad because it's like Christian clean. Mm-hmm. So you can make innuendos. Yeah. And then there's like, like regular clean and then it, there's so many different there's so levels. many different forms yeah. of it there's so many different forms that you really do some homework but also yeah. if something gets said that that blows you up like it's okay yeah you know It'll i be all right. i just i never i don't really talk about sex but that's because i haven't thought of something that i haven't heard before or right. that i think is uh funny enough to bring up and and uh I just never wanted a joke that I had to change uh, for a taping or right. something. I didn't want to have to touch the joke. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be the same thing no matter where you saw it. Right. That was and because I watched so I got inspired by late night. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then you've done late night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that was what ended up making me uh, clean. 
was was seeing that coming up. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess like uh, subconsciously, I've always wanted to be because like the first stand-up special I watched was uh, Sinbad's Afros and oh, Bell Bottoms. Yeah, and it was on Comedy Central. It was playing all the time, and my mom and I watched it together. Yeah, and it was cool to watch something with my mom where I didn't go. Ugh, yes, you know? and then I'd watch like my fav- one of my favorite comics growing up, like all of us, David Tell. Yeah, and then I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this without my mom. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I remember my parents watching a tell and not letting me in. Yeah. And I being like, well, now I definitely want to see him. <laughs> right. And uh, I got, Caitlin works with him sometimes. And uh, so I've gotten to meet him and yeah. stuff. And he's the best. And uh, I went to go see him. at his, He did the closing shows at Caroline's. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in the audience, and he brought Caitlin on stage and was riffing with her. And my parents had just bought me a leather jacket. <laughs> I already love where this is going. <laughs> and uh, so I was wearing the leather jacket, and she goes, yeah, he's here. And he goes, oh, come on up. And he brought me on stage, and I had the leather jacket oh, on. No. And he destroyed me. Of and course. he goes, uh, I don't know who gave you that haircut, but we're going to find him. And <laughs> he just starts ripping me apart. And it was so great. It was so great. It was amazing. That's like, uh, that's a, yeah, th- there's no better memory than that. Yeah. Getting torn apart by David Tell. He's such a uh, an amazing uh, comedian, how quickly he comes up with things and the way he does. Like, this is the, my favorite memory. Back in 08, mm-hmm. I remember I did a show at a bar and they had the presidential debates on oh, Obama yeah. McCain. Yeah. But it was on silent because it's a okay. bar and there's a show going on. So it's weird. You're watching this debate in like closed caption, but yeah. it's, it's silent. And w- all of us comics were trying to like make fun of that because that's pretty weird, right? To <laughs> yeah. just have it on silent. Yeah. And I don't remember my joke and I don't remember anyone else's. I just remember none of them worked. Okay. No one found it funny. Right. Even amongst ourselves, we're like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then the, the very next night, I was living up in LA at the time, and I went over to the improv to watch the show, and David Tell was there. Nice. And he watched the debates in the same setting yeah. at a bar on mute, and he's like, the entire time, I was just trying to, I was trying to figure out, he's like, why is that uh, snowman yelling at that pharaoh? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good <laughs> like and I was like uh, I mean obviously he was going to come up with a better joke about that than the rest of us nobodies but how much better how quick and how different like no one's going to write that no. that's a tell that's a tell all the way the and pictures he puts in your brain are like who are you it's yeah, so yeah. beautiful he's uh, he's oh really one of a kind <laughs> he doesn't um, it's almost uh you know, he's one of those guys that doesn't get the credit that he deserves, mm-hmm. obviously. But also, there's a part of me that is glad that he doesn't because I think he's too good for the general pup masses to love. Yeah, and and the people that blow up... Every, I want all the people that are the best at this to blow up, but then also blowing up can lead to um, overexertion and mm-hmm. and the writing can be set aside because you're doing so much other stuff yeah and and you can tell every time you watch a tell every time you watch brian regan mm-hmm. or people that are underrated uh the writing has never lost they've never lost focus on the writing right i think they uh, both those guys they used used as an example do a really good job i mean a tell doesn't release a ton of hours no but Regan does, but yeah. I feel like he really works 
on his own time frame. Yeah. He's not on, and I don't know him. I, you open for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So you uh, you work with him, but he really feels just from an outside pers- perspective like that. He's like, I'll release these when I'm ready yeah. to release them and when I think these jokes are where they should be. Yeah. Because he's never really had a special that I thought, oh, this felt rushed. Yes. Yeah. Which is, is, uh, you put put it the best way. Yeah, you can you can see it, and and but we all we're all desperate. Yeah. So I understand the rushness. I get it. I get it. And there's yeah. and then once you get to that certain level where you're like a superstar, you have a bunch of people on your you know your agents and managers and what have yous, and they're like, no no no, you got to do this. You right. got to it's out now. And yeah. you're like, well, I don't know if I'm. Re-. It's more about. It's not about putting out the best product. It's about striking while the iron's hot. Yes. And then and then yes. I hate it when people do the thing where they tear down the comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, his I like this person's other special better. Right. And for two reasons. One, you don't understand that this hour could have been rushed by something that was out of their control. Right. Also, you're comparing someone to themselves. Which yeah. is, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not even saying, well, he's not as funny as this other comedian. Yeah. You're saying he's not as funny as he put out uh, like two years before. And I'm right. like, do you even realize what you're saying? Yeah. You know, and, and it's, uh, it's such an unfair judgment. Like every hour, obviously we all want it to be better than the hour before. Right. But they're also different. They're all different. They're, they're all, different jokes. They're different jokes, yeah. maybe different, slightly different deliveries, different, maybe you start doing stories or, I don't know, it it all is its own thing. Yeah. And not to get all hippy-dippy Rick no, Rubin about it, it but I like- I'm a big Rick Rubin fan. I, me too. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, you got to, his big thing is you got to make the work. Yeah. And the success is when you're done. Yeah. That's the success, not yeah. what it becomes once you put it out, because that's yes. out of your hands. Yes. So if you put it out there and people go, "I liked his other stuff better," that's not in your control. All yeah. you can control is the work you put into what you put out. I completely and, agree. Yeah, and yeah. so I I get really defensive of even comedians I don't like. Yeah. Sometimes there's comedians I don't like, and people trash them, and I'm like, "What are you doing, man?" There's a, a a theater full of people laughing at whatever's going on. Yeah. So you're wrong. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> you're wrong for trashing it. Well, there's that. Uh, I rewatched Brene Brown's uh, Netflix uh, talk. Okay, it's a lot about vulnerability, and 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 it's it's very good. And she quotes uh, Teddy Ro- Roosevelt's. Uh, it's basically uh, the it. I respect who's in the arena. Mm-hmm. So if you like, if you're criticizing someone for making you know specials on a this minute, you know, whatever. Are you making? Are you also doing that? Right. Be in the arena of the people that you're... That you're criticizing. Yeah, Yeah, they they do that because I'm a boxing fan. Fans of boxing do that to boxers all the time. Oh, this person's ducking this other fighter. Meaning they're scared of this other fighter. And I'm like, they fight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't even spar. You never hit a bag. Like, what do you mean they're not scared of that guy? No one's scared of it. They all fight for a living. Who are we to say, oh, you're scared of that other guy? Like, And that also goes to show you how many asses do you have to kick until people are finally like, he's not scared of anybody. That's, you know? And it's like, how many people do you have to make laugh until people are like all right he's funny forever yes you just never get to that level you're never above criticism it's never a 
that person's not for me. It's a, that person stinks. Yes. And it's yes. like, you can say it's not for you. Although those comments actually hurt more. Do they? Yeah, like this one person, and I'm still trying to get to the point where I don't read the comments, but this one person wrote this like dissertation where she, oh, she's geez. like, you know, I watched it and I didn't, oh, no. and I see oh, he no. has a lot of fans. Oh, no. I see a lot of people enjoyed this, but I don't. Oh. I don't get it, and then I'm I changing my opinion on that. No, no, you, you have the right opinion, but yeah, like, but, but oh. I'll still find a way to get hurt by anything. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, this. I would rather say you suck. <laughs> you know, I, I would right. rather a boo right. as opposed to let me give you a detailed account of why. Well, that's unnecessary. You know, and I'm like, who are you? And I deleted it quick. I'm of a big comment deleter. I am too. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, full. I get. I get dictators, man. Yeah. I get why they off the journalists. <laughs> you know, get them out. Um, but the, <laughs> I think I said that on Dustin's podcast too because he, he was like he started deleting comments because I told him I do and he's oh like, yeah. yeah you got it yeah why why would I let this into my life yeah um, but yeah uh, I think we're gonna wrap up here in a yeah. little bit how are we doing on time forty seven yeah that's around the time we wrap up I wanted to Sweet. talk about your podcast that oh, you also do in the I same studio yeah. so keep an eye out for that when you watch yeah. Uh, when you watch Stevens, uh, so you are a picky eater. I'm a picky eater. Uh, the show—it's not out yet, but it's called uh, uh, "The Feast of My Worries." Uh, <laughs> great title. I'm very proud of it, uh, especially the title. I'm a big—I like making puns off stage. Uh, they make me happy, uh, and uh, I'm a picky eater. But I'm trying to grow as a person. I'm tired of. Well, have you even tried it? Right. Uh, as a thing, I, I gag easily on foods. There's just something that my my body's like that ain't that that food ain't gonna work. And so I'm trying. I have comics come and they bring two foods that I've never had, and I don't know what it is until they reveal it, and then I just try it on. So the it's show. just you throwing up. I don't throw up. <laughs> I stum I stomach it. It is very hard. Uh, as Tom knows, it's been difficult on certain foods. Uh, <laughs> I've learned I'm not a rice guy. Why? Well, I don't like rice. I can't wow. do rice. Unless it's sweet. Anyways. Like a sticky rice or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd, lo I'd love to have you uh, in the next season. But, yeah, uh, I, d I, don't, I don't know what I'd bring you. I guess I'd have to bring some Hungarian, which I don't oh. even eat Hungarian food. But well, we I'll can eat it together. I'll find something. Yeah. Um, so when do you have a date of when this might be out? No, I, I would assume uh, later this year or, or uh, early 24. But, uh, okay. yeah, I'm banking them all up. Perfect. going to release the first season on my YouTube and... Uh, yeah. That's a wonderful idea. Uh, all the social medias? What, what oh, Stephen Rogers Comedy on Instagram, uh, and um, that's my YouTube uh, as well, and StephenRogersComedy.com. I'm going on a, I'm making my first tour in, in 2024. Hell yeah. Uh, so please, no one's going to be there, so come. <laughs> come, buy <laughs> tickets. This, this dude's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and I have a YouTube special called Before He Was Super. Uh, that's funny. Go to all those things <laughs> and check out his podcast when it comes out. Watch his special. Yeah. Also, his Don't Tell set is very oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And yeah, man, dude, thanks so much for being Thank on. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Goodbye, everybody. Trekking heavier traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am.